Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are live. Welcome to the MLB Strategy Show. I am Josh Engelman. I am joined by Adam Share. We are brought to you by Yahoo Fantasy, and we are bringing you the goods at 10 a.m. before the teams have even brought us the goods. Not all that sure who's going to be starting for the Rays and the Astros, but we're going to give it our best shot. Let's start it off here. Anything good yesterday? Did you have a lot of Dodgers? Uh, nothing good. Had a lot of Dodgers, but um, one cash game, just lost tournaments. Yeah, kind of. Kind of how it normally goes. Yeah, uh, you and I were talking a little bit right around lock. Uh, I left to go pick up my dog at doggy daycare, about a 15-minute drive. By the time I, le- I left my house at lock, by the time I got home, it was 11 nothing, and I was getting messages from you, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, cool. Like, I don't even have to look at anything any further. And it still was the top of the first. Did you not play the Dodgers? I mean, I played the Dodgers, but you, uh, so I didn't have a ton of grinky which meant that I right, had yeah, more I Kyle Wright, which obviously wasn't the guy to have yesterday. Yeah. I Shout had out to the guy some that played of the Dodgers, against... but I had like, you know, too much of other things to ever get sure. to something good. Shout out to the guy that played Kyle Wright against me in a $50 head-to-head. That made for a fun night. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, uh, really tough sweat on that one. Yeah, it was, it was pretty brutal. Let me, let me see. I have my crunch still here. I could tell you why it was so bad so quickly. Yes. Maybe we can give them an extra minute or two to get the Rays and Astros starters. So I ended up with uh, a third of my lineups having Kyle Wright. So straight out of the jump, lit those bad boys right on fire. Now, I still needed to fade a Grinky start, which was fine. Here's the problem. 7% Max Muncy. Didn't feel all that great after the first. Um, I had a minimal amount of Turner, Muncie, Rios. I uh, didn't have enough jock. The guys that I had were Seeger, Will Smith, and Betts, and um, it didn't really get me anywhere. So not enough of the Dodgers that mattered most, and uh, too much Kyle Wright. Womp womp. Yeah, I, I played three max yesterday, and so I just didn't have the right mix of, of Dodgers. Um, my 150 exposures would have looked pretty good. Like my lowest owned Dodger would have been 21% Turner. I would have been 30 to 40 to 50% on most of them. Um, had like 100% Granky and close to 100% Glass now, which obviously wasn't great. But How did Granky uh, yeah, shake out? I, I didn't. I obviously oh, uh, tuned out after a bit. When I went to bed, he had like 20 points and hadn't gotten the win yet. Okay. So 
I don't know if actually I don't even know if he got the win, but yeah, I, I yeah. didn't know when he came out. I mean, I knew it was like five four or something like that, so I assumed that he didn't go like full on bonkers, but clearly yeah, had a he, better he option win, than Kyle, like right? Twenty three point nine. That's more than twenty three point nine more than Kyle Wright. Yeah, I don't know what Wright Six finished innings. with, but I assume it was like negative a lot. I think he was like negative fourteen or negative fifteen. That'll do it. The old forty four. Uh, six innings, two earned, one walk, seven Ks for Granky. That's a really nice outing. Probably didn't help that uh, I had a lot of raised bats either. Probably not. Yeah, not so much. Thanks a lot, G Man Choi. Okay, so. We're going to try to dive into this baseball slate as much as we can, but as you come in the door, please hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell. It all helps us out a ton. And let's just sort of go over where we stand for today. We think that Blake Snell will be the starter for Tampa Bay. Uh, that is not confirmed. There is no line on this game. Uh, there are no real paths to who the starters are outside of you and I both looking at fan graphs. Fangraph's also showing that the Astros are starting Luis Garcia. Uh, not totally a starter. Um, has started a game this year, so I, I don't want to totally disregard it. I don't see him going more than, what, two innings? Three at the like the absolute full ceiling, which, you know, he's 4,100. I guess that's appealing. Let's just dive into it there. How do you feel about Snell against the Astros? And if it is Luis Garcia, how do you feel about Luis Garcia against the Rays? So Snell at 8,300 is a, a pretty good price point. I mean, this is such a weird slate. Like if you assume that it is Snell and Garcia, and then we know that, we, that it's Kershaw and Wilson in the other game, you basically have an, you have an ace in Kershaw who is dealing with back spasms for whatever risk that is. But other than that, you know, you have an ace in Kershaw, you have nothing in Bryce Wilson, you have nothing in Luis Garcia. So Snell naturally is going to, be one of the you know the second best pitching play he's also you know inexpensive it is a tough matchup against Houston he's looked less than sharp at times uh struggled a bit in his last start against the Yankees um only struck out four in in five innings gave up four runs but you know you you have such limited choices here so um of course would have some interest in Snell comes into the game actually with the highest strikeout percentage on the slate this year at 31 percent um as far as Garcia goes this is, I think, the first game where you actually could make the case for just punting a pitcher spot because the opportunity cost really isn't that high. Like, chances are one of Kershaw Snell has a big game, but it's not like either of them have an easy matchup. Bryce Wilson, if he has a big game, that would be, like, shocking. So this is, I think, the first game where, you know, we normally you ask about relievers. This is the first game where I think there is at least some merit to just taking a 4K pitcher and moving on. Really really bleak this doesn't i feel like we're playing like a spring training slate and not right. like i don't know what to make of this right now exactly like with garcia i, I don't know how dp be expected to go um i was you know we were talking before the show and i was looking through um houston's bullpen usage uh christian javier threw 35 pitches yesterday so i'd be surprised if he's available today Josh James threw 26 pitches on Tuesday, so maybe he can give you a little bit today. I don't I wouldn't expect him to go like super deep. Um I so like I expect it to be a bullpen game, but I don't know, you know, maybe you get a couple innings out of Garcia, in which case at 4100 with the pitching on this slate and the fact that there's expensive Dodgers bats that you would love to get to. Um Garcia 
probably is actually going to be useful. I know that this isn't something we normally do, and I don't know if we even have a real shot at this. I cannot stop getting political calls and text messages. It's the most, I mean, it just doesn't stop. We need someone to start like spam filtering this. Like it's emails. I haven't gotten a single one unless the call, like, I mean, I get random phone calls that I just ignore, but like, I don't know. I've gotten two in the past four minutes. (laughs) And I haven't gotten any already this morning. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going hard. Well, you live in North Carolina too. What does that mean? It's a state that actually matters. Like nobody gives a shit who I'm voting for in Maryland. It's going blue. That's true. I don't know anything about my state. Um, yeah, no, like I think North Carolina and Florida are like two of the states where if Biden gets one, he probably wins. Yeah. As always, I'm the most important par- person here. <laughs> um, let's take a stab at guessing ownership right now, just for the four pitchers. So let's say that it is Kershaw, Snell, Wilson, Garcia. I think I would like to say that Kershaw would be the highest owned, but there's also the sort of question mark about his health. But I think that he just is going to project significantly higher. I mean, are we talking about Kershaw and Snell in 75% or more as a combo? You would think. I mean, it's it's going to be up there. Like, People, I think, so if, if these are the four pitchers, I think some percentage will roster Luis Garcia because it's going to let you get whatever Dodgers you want. And then, but the vast majority is going to be Snell Kershaw. And then, you know, people just probably aren't going to roster Wilson except for, you know, people that like only care about ownership. Let's say that you knew that Bryce Wilson was 10% owned. Does that make him more interesting, less interesting, or neutral to you? Well, we had Kyle Wright projected for 12% yesterday. I would have had zero, so I don't think it would matter much. Okay. Let's say Granted, that... you had one more real pitcher, but still. Luis Garcia is 15% owned. Appealing, not appealing, or neutral? I think that would be pretty appealing. Just because there's a good... I mean, I don't know if good's the right word. There's a relatively high chance that like Blake Snell scores eight points. And that if you get three from Garcia combined with, you know, being able to stack, get, you know, Betts and Bellinger and Turner and all these guys in your stack, um, that you're in a good spot. Hmm. Apparently my dog got in a scuffle. Doggy daycare. Huh. Did he win? Uh, I hope so. He should win. Um, He's that kind of dog. But we'll get to it. Uh, all right, let's talk some bats here. Do you have a preference between the Rays side of this game or the Astros side of this game? Uh, yeah, I prefer the side that's facing Luis Garcia and not Blake Snow. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, okay, well, like, let's start on that side. Standout bats for you from the Rays. Meadows is still criminally underpriced he's 3800 this this it's it's dumb like you're not facing a major league pitcher and he's 3800 uh g-man Choi is still too cheap rosa reyna i don't really know what to do with him i think he's overpriced i also maybe he's the best player in baseball um <laughs> in which case he's underpriced i'm assuming he's not but um you know it, it's still a good matchup brandon lau has been terrible but his salary's come down so i think at the very least he's someone you're looking to in cash games um, 
yeah, I mean, the the team, the whole team more or less would be appealing, but I think Meadows would be one, Troy two, and then either Lau or Rosarena three, four. Okay. Yeah, Meadows has been grading out really well for me. 3,800 in that top spot, tough to ignore. Uh, I had a ton of Choi yesterday, probably going to be going back that direction again today. Um, what do we know about Kiermaier's health? Um, I know he didn't play yesterday. I don't remember what the the news on him was. It says won't start Wednesday. Available off could be available off the bench. X rays on his hand came back negative. I don't know. Okay. Um, well, I don't, so, go ahead. This what's the series three one? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not even gonna guess. Okay, uh, let's slide over to the Astros side of this one. Um, we assume the Astros are going to be going up against Blake Snell. Obviously a tough matchup. Uh, you're not looking to get a high-end starter here. Certainly the Rays aren't going to be getting the same thing, or at least it doesn't seem so. How do we feel about guys like Springer, Altuve, Bregman, Correa, Gurriel, some of the righty bats? Because this is going to be tough sledding, I'm guessing, for like Brantley and Kyle Tucker. Yeah, it's it's not good for anybody, but against lefties this year, a 42.5% strikeout percentage for Snell doesn't look great for lefties. Righties is at 27.5%, so still you know above average, but a little bit more favorable. 164 expected ISO. You're not going to be excited to get to Houston, but it is at least a spot where if ownership is much lower than the Dodgers, which probably will be, but um, you know they should – they should come in as the third or fourth highest owned team. The Dodgers should clearly be number one. The Rays should be number two if these pitching matchups hold. So that leaves you, you know, being able to get a pretty good Astros team in terms of talent and power at lower ownership, which is uh, pretty appealing. Altuve's price tag still affordable. Alex Bregman's cheap at 4,400. Springer's cheap at 45. So the Astros are a team that I think you could stack and then still get to like some good Dodgers bats. I was going to say they're a team you could stack with the Dodger with maybe some Dodgers and get to Kershaw Snell, but obviously you're not really looking to go that route if you go to the Astros. Um, but yeah. you could at least you know get um, good Dodgers bats with the Astros and then do you know Kershaw Garcia or something. Yeah, do you think the Astros go underowned because of Snell, just because of the makeup of the pitching on the slate itself? I, I think it's really possible because thinking about how the slate's made up, like the Dodgers are going to get tons of ownership, deservedly so, because for one, they're not that expensive. For two, they're facing Bryce Wilson and, and they're the Dodgers. So you know a ton of ownership's going to go there. But then with this pricing on Tampa Bay, they're like the, a, a lot of these guys are like the top cash play at their positions, um, or at least one of, you know, obviously you can make a case for Max Muncie at first base over Troy if you have the money, but like G-Man Choi is one of the best point per dollar options. Austin Meadows is one of the best point per dollar options. Same goes for Brandon Lau. Um, Randy Rosarena has been getting tons of ownership. Margot has been one of the better, is one of the best point per dollar options. So you're going to get the Rays being used like as the filler for the Dodgers, w- with the Dodger stacks. And then, you know, you're going to get the Kershaw snow. Like I, I haven't, obviously built a cash lineup yet but my guess is that it's some combination of dodgers plus rays with kershaw snell Agreed. and so you're gonna get so many variations of that from people using optimizers and people hand building because those are the obvious spots to go to that i think it does drive the astros ownership probably a little bit lower than it should be on a two-game slate yeah i, I think that i'm gonna have some interest in the astros just given the way that i'm expecting ownership to shake out which will be Less than appealing. Uh, what are the power numbers against Snell for righties this season? 
you have that in front of you by any chance? One, 164 actual, or 164 expected ISO, 188 actual. Okay. So, like, the idea of trying to buy a home run or something off of Snell, like, from the Astros, isn't the worst idea in the world if you're grabbing, you know, a Springer, a Bregman, a Correa. Uh, not, not, a, not a huge issue to grab a bat or two against Snell. No, not at all. No. Do you do you expect to have more Rays or more Astros? This is obviously from a GPP perspective. Probably more Rays. Okay. Is there anything else we could really touch on on this one? I don't think so. Same page here. Oh, so I was building just to see like if it was necessary. I was just quickly like clicking in a Dodger stack with Kershaw Garcia. And it does seem like it would be something that's necessary if you're looking to get the best Dodgers, you know, avoid not, not saying Edwin Rios is bad, but like Smith, Muncie, Seager, Betts, Bellinger, like the guys that you have to pay up for. If you go Kershaw Garcia with those five, you get $3,766 per position for your last three. So Garcia is actually being useful in that case. We got some free content today. NFL rankings free today. MLB rankings free today. So if you want to play on today's slate for MLB, feel free to go to the website, osmo.com. Our MLB rankings will be free. If you want to get a jump on this weekend's NFL slate, NFL rankings are free. We've got NFL strategy show coming up after this at 11 a.m. That'll be Laffy and Matt taking a look at some NFL. And uh, Matt Kajeski and Kyle will be doing an NFL FanDuel strategy show at 2. I think the strategy is... Uh, Hope that they have stats this week. Um, that is probably going to be helpful. And then at 4 p.m. Eastern time, MLB Live Before Lock, Emac and Jake taking you up until that 5 p.m. lock. I know it's like 5.07, but whatever. I'm rounding down. You guys get the drill. And shout out to our presenting sponsor. That would be Yahoo Sports. Now, they don't have baseball contests right now. They do have football contests. They do have a $5,000 guaranteed no management fee contest. $3 to get in. Can't beat that. Uh, the 10 max contest, so you don't have to worry about going up against 150 people, but you don't have fees at all. And here's the deal. There's only like 100 spots left. Uh, 1584 are in it. 1664 is the max. So if you want to get into that no management fee contest for this Sunday, you need to do it now. So like I said, only three bucks to get in. They run uh, lower management fee contest, no management fee contest. Like they're big contests. 200k baller it's the only place you can become a baller by the way the the baller contest only an 11 percent management fee that's lower than what you see across the industry you should be able to use this as a better spot for you to build your bankroll so if you're just getting started in dfs i think yahoo is a fantastic place to start um you're just going to have you should have better results softer competition an easier time on the back end go to yahoo sports and play because that's what I'm you to do. Yeah. And also, I mean, give them credit for actually being a well-run site. They uh, actually took down their PGA contests because of the the stat, the live or the the stat issues. Um, you know, took them down instead of running them like FanDuel and then screwing everyone over. So, uh, you know, give them credit for being a well-run site too. There you go. And then we move on to Dodgers and Braves. A rough one for the old Bravos yesterday. 5.3 run implied total for the Dodgers. 3-7 for the Braves. This should be Clayton Kershaw. He was scratched from game two, bumped to this start. Bryce Wilson starting for the Braves. 
I'm pretty sure Clayton Kershaw will be the highest owned starter today. It would shock me otherwise. What do we expect out of Bryce Wilson here? What's the deepest you think he can go? Based on his, based on how many pitches I think he can throw or on his ability to get out of the first inning? Both. Um, Four innings. Five, I mean, he, yeah, I would guess he, if he throws 80 pitches and they're not all in one inning, I think the Braves would probably be ecstatic. Oh, man. I mean, anything they get today has got to be better than yesterday. So at least they have that sort of thing going for them. I, I'm i actually, I, I kind of want to see him get lit up in the first inning just to see like how long they make him go. Yeah. Because realistically, they should say you're throwing four innings. I don't care if the score is 400 to one when you come out. Right. Yeah. There's no no sense in wasting additional arms if the game is perfectly dead. Although, Yeah. Like I'm not entirely sure why they took Kyle Wright out last night. I mean, when it gets to 11 in the first, like I understand you need some people to just like eat a couple additional innings, but that one seems oddly cruel. Yeah, but they used like 200 pitches out of their bullpen yesterday. I know. How Grant did... Dayton threw 62, Shane Green threw 25, Jacob Webb threw 27, and Oscar Inoa threw 92. Can you just leave somebody out there to take further than an 11-run beating? I mean, that's I mean, I guess you probably don't, you probably don't want to do it with one of your top pitching prospects. You might turn into Rick Ankiel. Yeah. Like, but point if, he, being, if he gives up four or five or six or something like that, I, I think you just let him eat more. But when when it yeah. gets to eleven in the first, at some point you just got to be like, we're, we're gonna go, just go ahead and get out of here. Point being, I don't think that's the case today though. Agreed. If Bryce Wilson gives up ten in the first, I think he pitches the second. Like, because I mean they used all these guys. You look at like who didn't pitch yesterday, and it's the actual you know good arms in this bullpen that a are back end guys so like they're not giving you three or four innings anyway and be their guys that you actually want to be available um even i mean tyler matzik threw 29 pitches on tuesday so he's probably not giving you like 40 today this bullpen is burned out so i I think you probably just get a bryce wilson like go out there and pitch until you can't pitch any more game yikes you like that at 6k it doesn't it it kind of makes it more appealing because I don't think they're going to like, it, let's, let's say he does well one time through the order. I don't think they're going to say like, okay, good. Like, let's get you out of there because they, I don't think have the arms to do that. Um, it makes him a little more appealing, I guess, because the leash should be longer than it typically would for Bryce Wilson in a playoff game. Like if, if uh, Kyle Wright had pitched well yesterday and you saved those four bullpen arms that I mentioned, then if, Bryce Wilson gets through three innings, gives up one run, and then puts like the first guy on in the fourth. There's a really good chance that they're just like, okay, good job, get out. Yeah. Whereas today, I think they're saying like, yeah, okay, keep going. Let's talk a little bit about the Dodgers bats since we expect them to be the most important guys on the slate. Betts, Seager, Turner, all north of 5K. I mean, no one's really like quote unquote cheap outside of Austin Barnes at 3,800. Everybody else is 4K or above, but given the way that salaries are made up, I, it doesn't really matter all that much. What stands out most to you from the Dodgers? So looking at Bryce, at Bryce Wilson, going back to last year, not a huge sample. Um, 400 pitches to righties, 267 to lefties, 299 actual ISO, 214 expected ISO to lefties, 229 slash 230 to righties. So was not uh, discriminatory on who he gives up power to. So that still leaves, you know, everyone on the table. I think that you're basically just looking at the best Dodgers. I think Seager is the number one guy just because of the position. 
Um, and the fact that he is apparently fully healthy and back to being a ridiculously good baseball player. Um, then you, you know, you have Mookie, uh, Muncie, Bellinger in, in some order. I mean, it's the, the whole team is just so good, but I think Seager's the number one guy just because of a combination of position and price. Yeah. I, I agree with you there. He looks fantastic. Um, I mean, I love seeing him healthy. Like yeah. he's, he was one of those guys that I kind of forgot like how fun he was when he first came up and like just how good he was because like he was still good when he was hurt. It was just like he was good, yeah. but I forgot just like how, how good. Yeah, how good he is. Yeah, you don't get 118 weighted runs created plus and 200 plus ISO out of shortstops all that often. Yeah. Yeah, I still remember him hitting three home runs for me. Like I was at the party the night before the Playboy Mansion in like 2016 and just like being at the party and it's like, Oh, Seager homeward. Oh, Seager homeward again. And I think he like got me like third in the tournament or something with his third one. Nice. Oh, really? He hurt his elbow and was never the same until now. Bellinger 4,900 looks really great. If you're trying to buy a home run today. Um, I don't, I hate that he hit sixth, but you know, yeah. I understand why it's happening. I would probably flip flop him and Muncie. Not entirely sure why they aren't the opposite, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I think he keeps looks, his ownership down a little bit from where it would be. Right. So I think he looks pretty good. Ultimately, the Dodgers are going to be the number one stack today. I, I don't think yeah. there's really any way around that, right? No. Unless the Braves no. start someone that we're not expecting that's an actual person. Right, which they don't have. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, and one thing to keep in mind compared to yesterday is assuming we get the lineup that has Will Smith and Austin Barnes in it, you're, you won't have Edwin Rios, which means Justin Turner's ownership is going to go up. Oh, that's a good point a really good point um you like barnes today as the catcher option i mean i like smith more but i think you're probably gonna get a pretty big ownership discount on barnes yeah yeah i mean will smith's another crazy popular smith's a like a really good hitting prospect i kind of just overlook him a lot because he's a catcher but he's like a legit hitting prospect i mean even if he doesn't shake out like a league average hitter at catcher is massive Um, and that's how Ste- I mean, Steamer has him at 96 weighted runs created plus, which is really, really good at catcher. If any pr- improvement comes in, that is incredible. How do you manage a team like the Dodgers today that will naturally get a ton of ownership? Does that end up bringing you off of them or is it just trying to get different elsewhere? In part, it depends on field size. In the you know three max smaller fields, I'm not as concerned about it because I'm not going to be duping that easily with people. Yeah. You know, you still have ten roster spots, so um, you're you're not really duping that much. And especially with it being two game slates too, and not really stacking as much, you're not going to dupe as much. Um, stacking does lead to to more duplicated lineups, obviously, because even you know it it kind of limits what you're doing with those roster spots. So not overly concerned. Like it's more. I think I would rather be just trying to mix and match the Dodgers with like everything that I can, as opposed to not rostering them and, you know, saying, Oh, I hope the Dodgers don't have a good game today against Bryce Wilson. Do you have anything else you want to touch on from the Dodgers side of this? No. So this might be the most fun piece of it. We know that Clayton Kershaw is going to get massive ownership. I mean, I'm expecting 70%, something in that neighborhood. And, we have the Braves on the opposite side of it with, you know, Kershaw back spasms. We don't know how healthy he really is. Are the Braves going to go overlooked here today? I mean, I think they're third or fourth highest owned with Houston. 
you know, I, I think Tampa's higher, and then I for sure think the Dodgers are higher. Would you rather have Astros bats or Braves bats, assuming that Kershaw and Snell have similar owners? <laughs> so I we got an ownership update. But because we don't have the pitchers listed in the Tampa-Houston game, they're not included. So I looked to see what Kershaw's ownership was. I was like, oh, we have him projected for 100% ownership. <laughs> There's only two, only two starters. Along with Bryce Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what was your question? Sorry, I was pulling those up. Would, do you prefer the Braves or the Astros, assuming that Kershaw and Snell have similar ownership? Similar ownership? I would say the Astros. Okay. Interesting. I don't really know what I think is the right answer here. I mean, I think it's probably pretty close. Okay, let's say that the Braves or that Kershaw and Snell have similar ownership. Who's more owned, the Astros or the Braves? Well, right now we have, I don't know how, you know, how how accurate it will be since we don't have the pitchers, but we have the Astros getting 25% aggregate ownership, the Braves at 17 does that make the Braves more interesting? Yeah, but the thing... So, and here's another reason why, to go back to your question about what I was going to do with the Dodgers, why I think that I'll be rostering the Dodgers a lot and then mixing and matching other guys in. If you don't roster the Dodgers, so you're now you're picking between the Astros, the, the Rays, and the Braves. What are you doing for pitching? Like, if, if you choose the Astros... Or if you choose the Braves, that's forcing you on to, like, Snell and... Um, Garcia, unless you're going Bryce Wilson, which I guess if you're fading the Dodgers makes some sense, but whatever. Um, it, it like the Dodgers are the team that they're not facing a pitcher that I have any interest in, so it, it helps there. I would, I would, I think I would just rather be doing like Dodgers plus, you know, even if I have Kershaw, Dodgers, Kershaw, and then you know Ozzy Albies and another Braves bat or something. Like I would rather go that route, I think, which is going to be somewhat contrarian than just forego the Dodgers or forego Kershaw. Okay. I'm just trying to like walk through all of this in my mind. Like $4,100 Marcelo Zuna, I think is going to be significantly under-owned today. Right. And the nice, you know, again, the nice thing about it being a two game slate is you can just very easily say, you know, Kershaw plus Ozuna. Like yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. What would your this is turning into like less of a strategy show and like a normal strategy show and more of like a wholesale strategy show? What do you think the the cutoff is for the scoring for Kershaw and Snell to just be like the default option? Like if obviously if Kershaw or Snell go for seven or eight, all bets are off. It doesn't matter who that third like your second pitcher is. Then they're all going to be the same ish. You know, barring guys that get blown up. Like if Snell goes for eight. You can just as easily have Wilson or the dude that's thrown for the Astros, whose name I can't even remember at this point. Um, Garcia. How high before it just has to be Kershaw and Snell? Like 15? Yeah, so before it has to be, I would say like 15, 16. Okay. Because, so let's say, let's say Kershaw has a good start, gives you like 22. So we're not worried about Kershaw. Let's say Snell gives you 12. If you get, considering the price of the Dodgers bats, so let's say Snell gets 12. It could not matter, but it still could because if like all the expensive Dodgers do well and the cheap Dodgers don't do well and Garcia gets six, you're probably going to want Kershaw plus Garcia with the expensive Dodgers. 
if Snell gets six, then obviously it's not going to matter whatsoever. If Snell gets 16 and, and Garcia gets like six, you're most likely going to want Snell. Yeah, I'm just trying to think like the odds of Kershaw going north of 15, probably like 65%, something in that neighborhood, 70%. I'm assuming like it's probably 50-50-ish for Snell. So the odds that one of them don't is pretty aggressively high. I'm really liking the idea of hoping for the best and rostering a lot more Astros and Braves. It feels more correct today than it normally for some reason to me. Yeah, I mean I'm yeah, I'm, I'm not getting away from the Dodgers though. Like I sure. just I want to mix those guys in with the Dodgers. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I mean the- like at least yesterday like the Dodgers you know, and again, there was one more real pitcher, but the Dodgers ownership yesterday just didn't get to a point where I would want to start getting away from it. Like those guys, the the higher owned guys, I think were like 36, 37 percent, which on a two game slate in the spot they were in isn't really that high. Yeah. Favorite Braves bats for today. I agree with you on Ozuna at 4,100. Uh, Diarno at 4,300 looks really good. And then, of course, um, Acuna. Yeah, uh, Acuna is the one that grades out best for me just on a more of like a cash game type scenario, but he's obviously expensive. Ozuna, I think, is the best combination of upside and price. And then, you know, like Austin Riley is another guy that I don't mind getting against Clayton Kershaw. You get some righty power, hope for the best. You can get that home run. You're set. Doesn't have to kill Kershaw. Yeah, worth noting too, I guess, that Kershaw does have that weird thing where he's giving up ridiculous amounts of power to lefties. Yeah. That, that might leave Freddie Freeman as like wildly underowned for this particular yeah. slate. I mean, I don't like, I don't, I don't totally buy into it. We're talking about 200 pitches this year, but a 240 ISO to lefties last year, 174 ISO to lefties, 173 to righties the year before that 169 to lefties, 130 to righties. So, I mean, he's, it, it hasn't been as, as drastic as it has this year in, in previous years, but he has, been higher or the same against lefties each of the last three years. Um, oh, I had a really good question. At least I thought I did. Okay. Uh, I, I understand that there's like sort of an upper bounds to this, but do you care what Clayton Kershaw or Blake Snell's ownership ends up being? In practice, no. Okay. I mean, yeah, if, if I actually believe that one was going to be 92% owned, then I'd care. Yeah. Um, but, but, and again, that goes back to field size, like in a three max tournament, you know, like a 200 person, three max tournament, Kershaw might be 92% owned, but I don't really care right. because they're 200 teams um, in the larger field where you're playing against 30,000 teams. If he's 92%, I care, but realistically there's enough dead lineups and just, you know, bad players that he's going to be like, you know, 70. Right. Okay. Just making sure. Uh, I guess I don't have anything else to add. Do you want to just sum this up? Rank the starters as we see them now. Rank the stacks as we see them now. Sure. Um, Dodgers, one, two, three, four, and five, followed by Tampa for value. Um, I think Atlanta for leverage. Um, But mostly I'm just planning on mixing and matching guys in with the Dodger stack. Yeah, I have them going straight down the same way as salary. Kershaw, Snell, Wilson, Garcia, Dodgers, top stack. Rays. I actually have the Braves ahead of the Rays, although it's pretty close. Um, Astros would be last for me. 
it's all going to change once we get a little bit more detail. Um, follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. I'm going to put results to my Sims out for baseball today. Um, so once we get a little bit more information, we'll have that. Follow Adam at Ship My Money DFS. Uh, gonna much different follow. <laughs> no Sims. A lot of snark. A lot of more snark than me. Uh, my my snark is generally in video form. Uh, you've got a lot more of it in text form. Yeah, no, no Sims on Twitter for me. That's the best we could do, guys. Uh, when half of the slate has no real information, it gets kind of difficult. Um, tune into Live Before Lock. Live Before Lock is going to be very important for you guys today because they'll have those guys will have a lot more information. So you get Emac and Jake at 4 p.m. breaking it all down. Adam, any final thoughts on this show before we get out of here? Nope, that's it. All righty, guys. Thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. Hit that thumbs up as you leave. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell. Go to our podcast feeds. You can subscribe for individual sports or all of the sports. So uh, if you are just a baseball fan, you can subscribe just to our baseball feed. Just an NFL fan, just the NFL feed. You love us all the time, no matter what. Subscribe to everything. Cannot beat it. Good luck today. I'm hoping to have a better one than yesterday because I felt like the Braves... uh, I'm sure they felt worse than me, though. So good luck. We're out of here. Adios.